My name is Cassie Summers. Welcome to the Curious Universe podcast. Welcome everyone to the show. I have a very special guest and I can't wait to introduce you to her. This is the beautiful, amazing Simone Melissus. Uh, I'm going to read her little bio for you. It, Simone is an advanced facilitator and business development coordinator of Access Consciousness, one of the greatest businesses in the world from my point of view. <laughs> She um, she actually catapulted from $187,000 in debt to a thriving life and diversified portfolio. She's a best-selling author, global creator, and the host of the Choice, Change, and Action podcast. And I want to put in the creator of the Joy of Business empire. It's like an empire. <laughs> it is like an empire. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> And it started off so little and people thought I was crazy. And then now here it is worldwide. So yeah, how does it get any better than that? Yeah. And that's part of what I wanted to bring you on and talk about is business and the joy of business. And um, one thing that was really popping for me, Simone, was well, when we're seeing like entrepreneurs coming out of everywhere, it's like the wave of entrepreneurs, you know, like a whole new, but there's this getting it right. And there's this like, do you have what it takes to be a business person as though like there's this thing you have to fit into? <laughs> so, <laughs> which it's kind of funny, but um, so you, yeah, starting out here, growing your empire, being a part of this other global business. Do you think that someone has a particular personality or they have a particular something to actually be good in business? Um, okay. That's an interesting question because also you ended it with be good in business. Right. And I think that's where a lot of people sort of trip up is because they've already decided what being good in business is. And to me, it's like, like so many people go, oh, well, it's about the success, which means money. You know, how much money do you have in your bank account? It's like, you know, did you make budget? You know, are you making a profit? Like, and it all comes down to money. And to me, I think business is one thing and money is another. Um, of course, it's like I'm going to ask for money to show up from each business that I have. And yet, I think you need to sort of separate them slightly and have a look at what are you creating business for? Because, um, yeah, it's like people could lump that into one thing. It's like people could lump relationships and sex into one thing. And it's not, it's sex is sex and relationship is relationship. And I, I do really have that sense about business and money as well. And for me, like, I'll give you an example. There was a business I had many, many years ago <clears throat> um, called Good Vibes for You. And part of that business, I used to do merchandise. I used to do merchandise for bands, actually, and then also at festivals and things like that. And one of the, we had stickers and magnets and T-shirts and everything, you know, and one of the sayings that I had on T-shirts and on magnets and stickers was, imagine what you would do if you knew you couldn't fail. So it was, you know, getting out there in the world. And 
I had this lady ring me and she said to me, are you the the founder? Like, are you the owner of Good Vibes for You? And I said, yes. And she said, I want to thank you. You changed my life. And she told me that she was, she'd been married. She had like something like eight or nine kids. Like it was way too many kids as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and, and, and in a really short period of time, and her husband was violent and would beat up on her. And she said, every morning I would wake up crying. And I thought that was my life. And she said, a friend of mine gave me one of your magnets about six months ago. Imagine what you would do if you knew you couldn't fail. And she said, I've had it on my fridge for six months. And she said, I want to let you know that that magnet changed my life. She said, I've now, and she told me the story about, you know, what she was in. And she said, I've now left my husband. I have my own house and, you know, I'm thriving. And she went, and I'm waking up happy. And I was just like, oh, man, it's like that's. <laughs> You know, that's why I created that business, Good Vibes for You. It's like, would I you know, like money to show up? Of course. And that was what I was creating it for. So to me, I was a huge success, right? Um, now, I ended up like, oh, God, that business had so many different learning lessons in it. Like I gained so much awareness. And I wouldn't actually say I was good in business for that business. It was like there was so many um so many hurdles. And I think that's what trips people up is that it, it's not, you know, every day you don't wake up going, you know, success and business is, is just wonderful and everything's turning out, you know, according to you, right, like in the way you want it. It's, it's like to me business is this constant, constant state of change and you've got to be in question of what next, what next, what next. So to me I think anyone can choose it. You literally have to get off your butt, though, and take some action. Like the amount of people that I, I, I mean, there's one lady I know of in Australia. I think I've known her for about 16 years, and she talks about her business, the same stuff over and over and over and again, and this is going to be the answer and this is going to be the answer, and it never works. She's always got this other job that she has to do in order to fulfill what it is she'd like to do. And it's like 16 years, you might want to have a look at doing something different. You know, it's sort of like hitting your head against a brick wall and saying, this is going to work. It's like, I think a really key piece to business too is waking up and not having this fixed right point of view of how it has to be and what it has to look like. I mean, you know what direction you're heading in and yet be willing to change, like be willing for it to be really malleable. I mean, you, I love the way you said that there's so many entrepreneurs coming out. Of course, 2020, 21, everyone just was at home going, shit, what do I do now? You know, and, and then, and also a very big trend is that people started looking at their life and going, hang on, I don't know if I actually want to do this. Yeah. Like the amount of people I met in Australia who quit their, you know, high finance corporate job or something, and then they were driving an Uber or they were, you know, opening up like a cafe, I don't know, just doing something different. Like they started to look at their lifestyle and look at what they were choosing to do, you know, as work business, did that match the lifestyle that they were asking for, which I think is very, very healthy way to look at living is, is it actually working for you, you know? Um, so, yeah, but look, I, I just want to show you where I am too, because talk about a business, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it's like I'm in Costa Rica at the moment at El Hogar and this is a, it's a property that we have it's huge and El Hogar means the place in in, um, in Spanish 
And it's based on a book that Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness, wrote. And it's it's amazing book, absolutely amazing book. Like when he when I first read it, I looked at it and went, Oh my God, this is the way you should be with the earth. This is the way you should be in relationships. This is the way you should be with animals and people. Like not the bullshit that the trauma and drama and the the uh, I want to say the anti-consciousness. We had a little froze. She'll come back. I know she'll come back. (laughs) I'll just talk while I wait for her. Um, Yeah. So the beauty of. uh, So we look at business and actually it's so cool that she's talking about El Lugar and this communion and how you can actually have that with your business as well. What if that way that you can be with your business is so unique and so different. And where I want to go with Simone when she gets back uh, is to actually start to uncover that place where you might have a unique way of being with your business. Yeah, you're back. I'm back. <laughs> so we just had a little, um, a little, a little break here. My internet went out. So you know what? That happens. So, but I am here at Alugar and I just came inside my room now. I was going to show you outside, but I think I should stay in my room rather than going out there. But what I was saying is when we when we lost contact is um this is definitely like this. Um, I mean, this business is so amazing and and the different things that show up and how you have to be so engaged with like where you're heading, but also still be in question every single day from you know, dealing with banks, contractors, you know, the staff, it's like um, the the ground, the weather, the, you know, the lay of the land, the all of it. So even though you have this much bigger picture of where you're heading, and I think with a lot of businesses, if you have that, it's great, like, let's go. And you've got to be willing to change at any moment. And I think that's what makes someone better in business than others is that ability to be in question and that ability to change. Oh, that's brilliant. And so I, I go like, how would I handle that? And I, I know what I would always be trying to like figure out when am I supposed to be, how am I supposed to be dealing with like the banks? How am I? Um, and I know that you guys don't function that way. So can you give some, like, how do you handle that? How do what questions are you asking? So you've got to be aware of where other people are functioning from. And, and a good question to ask is what's their agenda? And especially if you're in business and you're looking at, say, clients, you're looking at um, dealing with staff, et cetera. It's like, what's their agenda? Not judgment, not what's the judgment of their agenda. Just be aware of where people are functioning from. So what ha- what occurred here in Costa Rica is we got this loan from the bank so that we could build a lot more of the, you know, the construction and everything like that here. And then they paused it and they stopped it and they said they weren't going to give us any more money. Like we're talking like $15 million dollars. Um, we were like, what? And so when we sort of started to investigate and find out um, information, part of what we found out was they didn't want to, they didn't want to continue giving us money because we weren't Costa Rican and we're building this resort in here. And they were like, well, the money should be for Costa Ricans, not for, um, well, let's say it like it is Americans coming in here, even though I'm not American, but yeah. coming in here, you know, to build, et cetera. But that's one aspect like this very like you can see like there's I don't know a couple of people in the bank like making this choice now we hire 
over 160 at all time people, local people who are working here, who are, because we, we didn't bring in people from overseas. We didn't do that. We, we hired local people to deal with the horses, the birds, the gardens. You should see the gardens here. They're absolutely amazing. You know, the construction, all of it. And the locals here are just so grateful that we're hiring them. We've helped the local school. Like we've done all these things. So we said to them, okay, well, if, if you're not going to give us the money, we literally have to pause our construction. We have to stop it. That's 160 locals that now ha- don't have jobs. So it's sort of like, you know, it, is it a manipulation? Yes. But yeah. it's sort of taking around here to go, well, how are you guys going to deal with that? Like it's 160 locals. And then so many, like the local council, the environmental lawyer, like all these things were like, hey, these people were like, these guys are actually doing the way they're building in the land is just amazing and beautiful. Like we're not cutting down trees. We're not digging into the earth to build these cussas. Every single cussa is different and they're literally built with the lay of the land and we will move a cussa if it's not going to work with the land. So, you know, part of in Costa Rica, it's a very big thing is the environment. And so you do have to get things passed by an environmental lawyer. And she just loves us. She just thinks what we're doing is absolutely amazing. So we have this support from other people. And when we showed them, instead of sort of like putting our fists up and just fighting and going, you've got to give us what you want, you promise, which so many people do, they take it at this surface thing going, what did they require to hear? Which is a question. What do they require to hear? Okay, we're going to have to stop. You're going to, you're all these people that are going to be unemployed. How are you guys going to deal with that as a country? So now they're they're you know giving a giving us our loan back etc and working with that. So it really is just um, I mean I don't know business to me is so malleable as I always say and it's like this playground of possibilities. You've got to be willing for anything to show up, and I think a lot of people don't don't choose business based on they're like well I don't know what tomorrow is going to look like, and it's like yeah you don't, but you know what you don't know what tomorrow is going to look like anyway. It's like you can try and predict it, but there's not one day that you've gone to bed at night and gone, well, my day showed up exactly as it should have. You know, it just doesn't work like that. So it's like what if business could be this playground of possibilities for you and you get to be what it is that you desire to be in the world and create what it is that you desire to create in the world? And for me, it was always about, you know, how do I change the world? How do I how do I wake people up was a, a big thing for me and also make them, not make them, <laughs> well, yes, make them, no, invite <laughs> them, I'm supposed to say, no, invite them to have this communion with the earth because to me the earth is freaking amazing and this planet is ours. It's like, you know, we've got to look after it. So what can we do in business that would contribute to that? That's so beautiful and such a different way to look at it. Uh, so if someone's like, oh, I really want to explore business, but maybe they've decided I'm not a business person or I'm not like those, maybe like even like intelligence, like do I have the intelligence or I have the brilliance? Am I, I didn't do well in school. So I'm probably going to suck at business. Like what can they start to look at to invite them to see what if they have a unique brilliance with business? Like what if they know something? Well, I would say don't buy the lies that this reality projects at you that you have to have a master's degree or, you know, you have to have done well at school. Come on. I mean, school, it's like, I hated school, hated it really. And I always remember um, friends of my parents would go, would go, oh, school's the best years of your life. Like, you know, and I would look at them and think, 
are you kidding me? If this is the best years of my life, then life ain't going to be that good. Like I did not like it at all. And as an example, like uh, the math class I did in Australia, they called it math in society because it was the simplest math you could do. I didn't do any science or, or um, you know, um, high math or anything like that. I did all history subjects so I could write essays. So I was really bad at math and I failed math in society. Okay. But you know, one of the first businesses I started was importing and exporting from India, Nepal, and Thailand and Tibet. What did I have to do with that? I had to work out what I was paying for something, um, what the tax was, what the freight was, what also in India, they call it bakshish, which literally means tip, but it's bribery money to get things out. So you'd have to add a percentage of, you know, bakshish in order to get stuff out. Then what was my landed cost when it arrived in Australia? How much was I retailing it for? How much was I wholesaling for? What was my profit margin? What was, you know, my gross profit? And I had to work all that out. When I wanted to, I did. And I realized, oh, I was so bored at school. I didn't want to do that. So I didn't. And But as soon as I saw, like, that it was imperative to how I was going to create this business, I was like, yeah, I can do this. I can work this out. So I'm just wondering how many people and how many kids do get bored at school and they're like, I don't want to be told what to do. Like, what, what is it that you're interested in? And what if you didn't buy the lies and the projections from this whole reality that the grades that you got at school determine who you are? Because if you, I, most people I know, if you're truly interested in something, you'll educate yourself and you'll learn about it. So if yeah. you have an idea, go out there. I mean, if you're going to be a brain surgeon, okay, yeah, probably you need to go to college <laughs> and learn how to do that, you know. But there's certain things that you that you need, you require that. But there's others. So I mean, entrepreneur, you mentioned. Entrepreneur is just sort of getting off your butt and going out there and going, let's go. I mean, Richard Branson is a classic, classic example. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is so autistic. Um He's, you know, ADHD, it's like all these sort of things. And he he just kept going and 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 still does. So what is it that you know that you would like to, you know, bring out there into the world? But the key thing too, um, Cassie, is when you stumble and when you fall, what are you going to choose? Because you will stumble and you will fall. I have stumbled and fallen so many times. But what are you going to choose? Are you going to bitch and moan about it and and say, oh, well, I tried. I can't do that. I'm a failure. Or are you going to get up, you know, brush your knees off, (laughs) ask a question, what's right about this I'm not getting? What awareness did I gain? That is one of my favorite questions. What awareness did I gain? And now what am I going to choose? Like use it all to your advantage. But that's your choice. That, I think, is what makes you good in business. Yes. Wow. So being willing to never give up, <laughs> never quit, keep going, ask yeah. questions. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, so you actually facilitate a class business done different and mm-hmm. you guys, um, can you give us a little bit of the energy of what, what are those classes? Like, are they all like people in business suits with their perfect business pens? And- <laughs> like- no, but it's funny because you know how many people, um, have that point of view or I actually I get a few different things I get one is people go oh I haven't been able to come to your classes because I don't have the prerequisites which they that so many people have said to me they thought joy joy in business was a prerequisite and I'm like "Mm, no you can just come like hopefully you'll get some joy you know out of it Um, and I've had people come 
who now um, work in, in Access and have been working with the company for quite some um, years. But I remember when they came, it was in Canada, and they came with their, their pens and paper, notepads, and sat in the front row, and they were all like, right, you know, I'm going to take notes, and someone's going to give me the answer, and this is what it's going to be. And they were so annoyed to begin with because we had massage tables and people were getting their bars run, which bars is, you know, a hands-on process that we do. Um, and and it was more, I don't want to say casual, but it's different. I mean, it's literally called business done different. And to me, there's so many tools out there. There's so many, you know, ways that you can look at something and really, I guess, destroying and uncreating the way you look at your business and the way you look at your ideas and how you be and discovering and exploring what else is possible. Like from hiring staff to, you know, most people go to the judgment of, oh, my business is not working instead of a question. I mean, one of the main three key factors I say is you have to look at what's required. Like there's an energy your business may require and it might be you're this fabulous creator and you've got everything going there, but do you have someone to connect your business to the world so the world actually knows your business exists? And so many people will choose judgment of themselves and judgment of their business rather than ask a question and really, you know, open up the the possibilities of what else is possible, whether it's a different system or it's a different person or anything. Like there is there is always something else that's possible, always, always, always. So the business done different classes are truly different. The first business class I ever went to is actually one of the first seminars I ever went to with Gary Douglas, the founder. And I traveled from Australia to uh, San Francisco. And I remember sitting there in the front row just going, oh my God, this guy is talking about everything that I know about business, but no one was talking about it. And one of the simplest tools he gave me, which changed everything for me was, he said, how many of you are trying to control your business because you've decided no one else can do it as well as you? And I was like, "Um, no one can (laughs) do business as well as me. Now, if you have that one point of view in place, no one can do the business as well as you, you are going to be hiring people who cannot do it as well as you. It's that simple. So from that moment, I went home and I started asking for people who to show up who were better and greater at certain things than me so that the business could expand and I didn't become this like source point for everything. So now you also asked me, you don't need to have a business. You don't need to be in business to come to the to the business done different classes. Because for me, I mean, if you're working with someone else or for someone else, or even if you're, you know, I don't know, a mom or a dad and waking up and you've got kids, to me, your life is so much of your business. Like, how are you being with it? And also, what idea do you have that you would like to, you know, bring into fruition? Or what is it that you would like to increase your capacities with? So it's it's quite broad. Um, the class goes where where the class goes. Like it depends on what questions people ask, which is one of my favorite things about access consciousness. It's not this is the structure and this is what it will look like, you know. And I can go over, you know, money stuff. I love looking at finances and how much it costs to run your business and all things like that. Absolutely. But to me, it's like what point of view do you have to change that would create your business to be way easier? Yeah. Wow. And I would have to say, like. The first time I read, there's a book, Joy of Business. The first time I read it, I had these moments of like actually tearing up and being like, oh my God, I'm not like an idiot. Yeah. Like I, I, I uh, talk about autistic and, and stuff. So I've always kind of felt like I'm just not like the smartest person. Like that's why I'm blonde so that I can get away with being blonde. <laughs> it's like, 
And so when I was reading and just these little bits of some information I was missing, like I was missing the information about creator connector mover foundational person. So that was like, Oh my God, there's this information here. That's amazing. But also getting out of the wrongness of me with business and but I always knew I wanted to have a business. I always knew that there was like stuff I wanted. Did you always know? Like, did you yes. always? Yeah. Yes. And from a really young age, and people used to say to me, what do you want to do when you leave school? And I'd say, own a business. And they'd go, well, what sort of business? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I was open for options. I just knew I wanted to own a business. So it wasn't has to be this or has to be that. So, and I have, I've, I've done many different things. Hey, but there's another point of view that I needed to get over because I was like, own a business. I'll never work for somebody else. Never work for somebody else, you know? And it's like, that's a conclusion. And if you come out of conclusion and being questioned, then there's something else. And I remember when Gary Douglas offered me a job, like he was like, you should come work with us. And I was like, no, I've got my own business. I don't want to work for anyone else. And I really dismissed it because I was like, no, I never want to work with anyone else. And he ended up having this conversation with me like for three hours about commitment. Because I said, if I work for you, that means I'm committed to you for life. And he was like, "Um, no. He was like, you're working for me for here, like with this class or working with me. And he was like, it's a choice every day. And I really got this thing that I went somewhere. I decided that if I worked for somebody else, I lost me. Mm -hmm. And realizing that that's not actually true and changing that point of view. It's like, here I am now, you know, a major part of Access Consciousness and working with these guys, and I'm so friggin' happy that I didn't, you know, stomp my foot, hands on hips, being petulant, going, no, I will only have my own business because I do have my own business with this and, and other things as well. Like it's, I've allowed it all to incorporate itself to create something greater for me and the planet. So, so much is the energy of what it is that I was asking for. Wow. Yeah. So it's really looking at sometimes when that resistance shows up too and and asking more questions and getting curious about that and the possibilities. Yeah. So yeah, we'd love to invite people watching this to explore the difference of business and and really um, there's so much out there telling you the right way, the formula. Like I've heard the the perfect business formula like a bazillion times and um, I love that this, what you've created here with this done different and acknowledging the difference of you. And I look at Gary and you and Dane and the way you all do business is so different. Like even each from each other yeah. is so different. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, that's the gift. That's like, whoa, maybe I have a gift with business too, you know? Yeah. And, and you do it as you do it. Yeah. Not as I do it. I mean, you could see something that I chose and went, oh, that's pretty cool. I'm going to choose that too or choose it, but choose it as you. Like we're all different. So yeah, that's the, that's the beauty of, of business for me too. Do it, do what you know, follow what you know. So yeah, I mean, we have, we have lots of joy business facilitators around the world um, and you can find them on accessjoybusiness.com and on the Access Consciousness website as well. I do have a business done different class starting in Texas, which I'm very excited that it's going to be at, Garing Dane's Ranch in Blybeville, um, but it's also online. So you can come online or live um, and it starts on the 5th of October and goes for three days. And the, the, the part I love about doing a class that's specifically just on business is it goes anywhere and everywhere, but you get, you get a manual, which has got some, I mean, you could just take that manual home itself and just go, oh my goodness, this is amazing. Like, you know, and Everyone in the class contributes to everybody else because 
when somebody asks a question, you're like, oh, I hadn't thought about that. Or, you know, they might ask a question and go, I've got five staff members and, you know, I need more, but they're struggling. Because I find that very common. People just to start hiring more people, they're like, oh, you know, but you didn't that think. That was a big one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you didn't think that you had this point of view over here, but when someone asks a question and it changes, you're like, oh, so it sets everybody free. So for me, like the, the other day, Someone was saying, oh, I'm not sure if I want to go to your class or book a private session with you. And I went, honestly, go to the class. And then afterwards, if you feel like you need a private session, do that. But the class is just, it's this contribution from everybody that is just phenomenal. Wow. So everyone listening, you're invited. We're going to have links to this. And you do more than just this, you know, you'll you'll do more throughout the year. But um this particular class has a really cool energy, especially being um, on the ranch and in Texas and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So please um, check out Simone, check out Joy Business, Business Done Different, all the things. And um, hopefully people get a glimpse of their own unique uh, capacities with business. I, that's what I ask. That's all I ask. You find <laughs> out what it's like to be you in totality. <laughs> Yay. Thank you so much, Simone. I'm so grateful. You're for welcome. You here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for exploring the curious universe with me. Your curiosity matters. And what if together we could create a greater, more curious world?